Hello, and welcome back to the Underground Magnolia Podcast, conscious entertainment for your soul, with me, the one and only Desiree Valto in the whole wide world. You're listening to the sounds of Jazz Addict's intro by Cosimo Fogg. Today's episode is about Gone with the Wind being put back on HBO Max after a very short removal and how they are putting it in context with companion content. And June is Black Music Month. I'll tell you about the month's origins and recommend a film to watch in its honor. And in my interview with the celebrity segment, I pay respect to Black Music Month by telling you about my meeting with three super soul groups, the Shy Lights, the Stylistics, and the Dramatics. Let's go. Well, that was quick. After just two weeks, HBO Max has put Gone with the Wind back on its streaming platform, just hours after my podcast about its initial removal, I might add. But who knew it would be back this soon? HBO HBO Max removed the Oscar-winning film temporarily on June 10, 2020, because of its one-sided portrayal of the Civil War and slavery. And yes, the network did say that it was only temporarily removing it, but again, the fact that it's back this soon is interesting. What is also interesting is that HBO Max has added two companion videos that delve into the historical context of the 1939 movie. In the first video, there is commentary from Turner Classic Movies host and film scholar Jacqueline Stewart, who said in part, that the film should be viewed in its original form, contextualized, and discussed. Stewart hosts Turner Classic Movies' Silent Sunday Nights and is also a professor in the Department of Cinema and Media Studies at the University of Chicago, you guessed it, specializing in African-American cinema. The second video that serves as a companion piece to HBO Max's Gone with the Wind Return is a panel discussion called The Complicated Legacy of Gone with the Wind, from the Turner Classic Movies Classic Film Festival in April 2019. The panel was moderated by author and historian Donald Bogle, who is a definitive Black film and culture expert. He's written several books, including Toms, Coons, Mulattoes, Mammies, and Bucks, an interpretive history of Blacks in American films, which is considered the go-to text about Blacks in film. Of course, makes sense. Hattie McDaniel's portrayal of the main slave Mammy in the film has long been at the heart of the movie's controversy because she played the happy slave without a care in the world. McDaniel was highly criticized for the portrayal and is held up as an example of roles black people should not or ever play. Now, McDaniel did win an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for the controversial role, becoming the first black person to ever win an Academy Award. On a final note, McDaniel, the night she won the Oscar, was forced to sit in the back of a room next to the kitchen. Hmm. I'll be right back after this short music break. Welcome back. It's Black Music Month, everybody, and I have an oldie but goodie film for you to check out. But first, let me tell you about how Black Music Month came to be. Also known as African American Music Appreciation Month, Black Music Month was created by President Jimmy Carter in 1979 to celebrate and recognize the contributions of African Americans in music. Remember, jazz is an American art form and is considered the first real 
art form from America and it was created by black people. I'm just saying. Now to the film that I have recommended for you to see. Um, I wasn't looking for it, but there it was. The film is The Five Heartbeats, directed by Robert Townsend. The 1991 drama is about the rise and fall of an all-male singing group that was reminiscent of classic R&B groups like The Dells, The Temptations, and The Four Tops. Robert Townsend also had a starring role along with Michael Wright, who played Eddie. Um, and we had Leon, who played JT. Remember Leon? And Harry Lennox, who played Dresser. And of course, Robert Townsend played Duck. Now, it's a good film with great music and great chemistry between the actors. You will laugh, cry, and sing, and dance along. I watched it on Stars, and looks like if you have that premium cable channel, you can still see it. If not, it is available to rent online. Now, after this short music break, I will be back with my interview with Celebrity Segment, and it's all about male singing groups. I'm back. Now, in this segment interview with a celebrity, I remember back in the mid-1990s, I interviewed not one, not two, but three classic male singing soul groups, the Shy Lights, the Stylistics, and the Dramatics. I interviewed the group members backstage during a concert in Hollywood. It was so exciting to meet Eugene Record, the lead singer of the Chicago group, the Shy Lights. Their old girl is still a favorite of mine. That soulful, heartbreaking song was the 1972 number one hit for the group, and it can still be heard all over the radio today. I asked the lead singer, who also wrote and produced the song, about the impact. And, of course, while everyone wanted and wants a hit, he told me they were just singing. And when it hit, when it made it up the charts, the pop charts, the R&B chart, this chart, that chart, that was icing on the cake. Now, everyone remembers the 70s slow jam, Betcha by Golly Wow by the Stylistics, yet another soul classic song and group respectively. I also interviewed the lead singer, Russell Allen Tompkins Jr., known for his sweet tenor and falsetto vocals. While he wasn't as friendly as Eugene Record from the Shy Lights, we also talked about the Philadelphia group's success and baby-making music and the influence the group's sound has had in music of all genres. And the dramatics, the group members hailing from Detroit, were really bubbly when talking about their 1970s hit songs in the rain and what you see is what you get. And yes, I interviewed the lead singer and co-founder, Ron Banks, again, asking about the influence of their music. One thing clear about the shy lights, the stylistics, and the dramatics, they were grateful for their success and loved singing and sharing their music. While it was a shame to see their stardom fade, their music will never fade because it's always here. To listen to their music and keep this wonderful music alive and let it be known that they were not one hit wonders they all had several hit records in the 70s so check out the shy lights the stylistics and the dramatics thank you for listening to my underground magnolia podcast with me desiree valto the only desiree valto in the whole wide world check out my website at undergroundmagnolia.com for notes on this podcast and all of my previous episodes, email me at contact at undergroundmagnolia.com, especially if you want me to feature your music in my podcast. 
The music is by Jazz Addicts Intro by Cosimo Fogg. Find it at soundcloud.com slash Cosimo dash Fogg. Soundcloud.com slash Cosimo dash Fogg with two G's. Till next time, this is Desiree Valentino for Underground Magnolia Podcast. Thank you.